what is going on everybody welcome back to episode bear with me here while i'm thinking 52 of two dudes of sports news as always my name is garrett and here with my co-host what to do what to do this is Jalen prince jesus <laughs> i'm tired look i just got good, I, just came, I came back from the gym you good I, man. you're it good full, it was full body workout let's get right into it man so this is going to be an nba heavy episode if you're not a basketball fan uh Go ahead and rate the five stars and leave. We appreciate you. I just want to give you a heads up before we get too into it because nothing's really happening in football. Um, there's a whole lot of happening in basketball, and my braids are killing it. Yes. Yes, they are. Straight series, uh, 11 straight series victories. Mm-hmm. Ronald Cunha is already leading the NL and MVP voting. He's most likely going to finish. Now, they're not doing home run derby. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Spencer Strider, Bryce on like Elder. No, the fact that we got eight all-stars is amazing. Mm-hmm. More importantly, we making everybody in the NL East look bad, and they hate the fact that they got to watch the all-star game, knowing that there's not just eight current Braves in the all-star game. There is 10. There is more than 10 Bra- uh, that you either played or you're currently playing for the Braves mm-hmm. that are in this all-star game. You know what the best part is? I'm listening. We didn't pay uh, $30 million plus a year for two 40-year-old pitchers. Nope. Shout out Mets. Uh, or paid a whole lot of money for a short on four. Like a short on four. He's a good shortstop, but he ain't like that. I do want to give a shout oh. out to, um. oh my God, what what's the dude? Dude from uh, Cincinnati who's been lighting it up lately. Oh yeah, Ellie Ellie De La Cruz. Ellie De La Cruz. That I want to that joke is amazing. That joke is amazing. Man. Did you see what he did last night? I saw dog. I've literally seen everything. Like go on Twitter, go on Threads. By the way, Threads is a new thing. He stole three consecutive bases. He stole second and third, and then when they were talking about him stealing third, he stole home. Look, he's excited, man. He's making <laughs> he's making dog. When was the last time Cincinnati's been relevant? It's last been a time minute. they were relevant. They had tre- they had uh, Trevor Bauer. Look how that's turned out. Yeah, Trevor Bowers. That's a whole different episode about something else entirely different. Um, yeah. Jesus, talk. You know, I'm, I'm not even gonna get into Bra- that. I'm happy about my Braves. Um, I saw like the look like the the home run derby is not gonna be too exciting this year, but like I think I think it can be. You're not gonna have a ton of stars. You're gonna have some some well known guy well known guys in, in like in uh, this year's home run derby. But I'm excited about it. I'm just happy to see a lot of my Braves on there. We're having a good season, having a good turnout. A lot of people are hating on us. Like, no, somebody really tried to get us for cheating. Somebody I saw, I saw that. Somebody tried to get my braids in for cheating, trying to find a new way, a new conspiracy theorist way of us stealing signs. Or we're just that good. That's what I'm saying. I'm or like, we're just that good. Or we're that Like, because it really started with the Marlins series. First mm-hmm. of all, we've been kicking the Marlins butt, like, like, since we got Acuna, mm-hmm. possibly longer. Probably we've longer. Been beat, we've been beating the Marlins, dog. We we every time we see my uh, like the, the Miami Marlins, it's always an automatic fish fry. We're either using Tony Satchery, <laughs> we're using season salt. You broke up the Tony Satchery. We're roasting. <laughs> Heck, we'll go old school and go Looney Tune style, where you get a stick, where you get about three sticks. Two as a stand, the other one you stick in the fish and you rotate it above a campfire. 
Uh, so we have been consistently owning the Bra- or the Marlins for uh, ever. We yeah. have played them 510 times year to and date. That's uh, the best that they've looked since 20, since the 2020 season. And I'll give them they that. Made, when they made the playoffs, we beat them. In, we beat them in three. I think we beat them in two games. Yeah. Do you know what them. the overall record is? Not what's up. Uh, so I'll give you three guesses uh, on a percentage of games that the Marlins have won versus the Braves. Thirteen. Little higher. Dang, the reason why I said thirteen because we got Acuna and that's a number. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, Fifteen. Little, little more. Like more than a little. Seventeen. No, they have a forty percent win percentage against the Braves, which means uh, we have been owning the Marlins sixty percent of the time. They yeah, are the just the Marlins. Heck, like shoot, I'll never forget that one dude that works for like um, NSY, like NSY mm-hmm. or whatever that New York um, sports news news thing is. Like one dude said last year that the NL East was over when Miami was actually doing Sal Licata. Yes, Sal Licata. <laughs> uh, he was claiming that it was over, uh, bro. Have you not paid attention to your history? But we're what not going to talk to that. We're gonna like we're gonna focus on what we're doing now. We're handling our business. We've hit, we've gone. No, we're going twenty six straight games. The hitting all time. It, it's either Acuna, it's either Ozzy, it's either Matt Olson, it's either Austin Riley, it's either Sean Murphy, it's either um. Um, Marcelo Zuna. It's either Orlando Arcia. By speaking of Orlando Arcia, he's starting shortstop. Mm-hmm. And former shortstop, my brother's all-time favorite player, Dansby Swanson. Mm-hmm. He is an all-star. Yeah, but he's starting <laughs> over Arcia. I love it. Funny how I love it. it. It cracks me up, and I will say too. I'm going to take one shot of the Mets before we get back into um basketball. The Mets could go. Completely undefeated. Like and both stars are? No, I'm talking the Mets could. It's, the Mets are the type of team where they could win every single game in the regular season and still lose in their first round of the playoffs. I believe it. By getting swept. Because <laughs> that's just it. the Mets. It happens every year. You talk right. to Mets fans, you talk to all of them. It happens every year. They go in early in the season, like, oh, here we go. Like, this is it. It's, they're like Cowboys fans. Like, this is the year. This is it. Here we go. And then you majorly mess it up every single year. Here's the difference between them. Like, you got New Yorkers in that area that pay a lot of money to get certain players, mm-hmm. make your team better. And I'm trying to think outside of that, outside of Francisco Alvarez, I think that's his name, the under catcher. Mm-hmm. Outside of him, you really don't have no other young talent. With Dallas, uh, you got young talent. You got to be able to develop them. And they're just going to mess up. Now, the similarities, they're just going to mess up. They're just going to find a way to yeah, mess it up. just how it anyway, is. Braves take, um, Braves take over Seattle. Funny how things work out. But let's get into the NBA. Yeah, let's get right into it. It has been a madhouse of trades. We went over a couple of them already. Um, I don't love how my Celtics traded away the heart of the team with Marcus. Um, I don't hate the fact that we got Chris stops. Uh, it, it is what it is. Um, but the biggest thing for me is apparently we're looking to trade back or we're looking to, you know, trade more, you know, picks and everything. We're looking to just basically Stevens is going to the Danny age school of building for the future. 
where he just trades back and trades back and trades back and acquires assets slowly. Oh, he's doing, see, oh, he doing Seahawks stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just trading back and building. And that's how we got Tatum. That's how we got all these guys. Like, we're going to be fine. I'm not worried about it. Um, but there's been a lot of confusing free agency signings for me. Uh, and I want to I want to give a shout out to a dude on YouTube. Uh, check out Cliff Productions on YouTube. Dude's hilarious. He's funny. But he made a great point because the uh, the Raptors have Fred Van Fleet and um, with the dumbest move, I think, in the free agency point so far, Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Sign him for $80 million. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. The Raptors gave Dylan Brooks $80 million and Toronto put out who's going to stop this duo and dude said the rim. He's not wrong. They have like a career, like they average less than 40% shooting from the field. Bro, what are you I'm, doing? Look, like you talk about you talk about Dylan. Like, I'm looking at Fred Van Vliet. I'm looking at the Rockets team. I'm looking at Fred Van Vliet. I'm looking at Kevin Porter Jr. Jalen Green. We're not gonna talk about him and Josh. No, Christ- Raptors, not Rockets. Yeah, okay. My, yeah, no, you're looking at Pascal, you're looking at um no, 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 no. Wait, oh, I, no, Dylan's with the Rockets, ain't he? Yeah, I said Rockets. Yeah. Van, Van Fleet. Van Fleet. No, 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 no. So Brooks went to the Raptors with Van Fleet. Van Fleet's in the Rockets. No, no, he's not. Don't worry, I got I got time. Okay, so yeah, no, you're right, my mistake. Uh, they're going to the Rockets, which is, again, stupid. Why are you paying two guys who were – career average shooters of under 40 percent so you have got Dylan Brooks is like I'm still saying underrated but he's not a high rated defender he's a bum (laughs) he's a bum he can't score true he can't score and he's a three and d guy like that's basically that's all he's he's just a d guy I can't even call him three and d he'll shoot threes True, but like his thing, he's not gonna be on that spotlight no more. So it, it benefits a lot of guys that he like think that put guy himself in the spotlight not, though. They're not gonna be on that spotlight. He put himself in the spotlight though. That's the that thing that gets true, me. That is true, but now since he lost to the Lakers in that first round, and uh, everybody blames him, and he's not with Memphis anymore, nobody's really gonna care about what the heck he's gonna do. I can't even call him three and D. Do you know what his career three point percentage shooting is? 26? 34%. You're not even a 3 and D guy. You're just a D guy. No, (laughs) bro. Here's the thing. In my opinion, if you shoot over 32, you straight. Nah. That's just me. I don't know. I don't know. I can't do that. I can't say that. That's just me. But, like, look. look. I'm not saying you got to shoot 40, but, like. I'm looking at Houston squad. I mean, Van Vliet, Brooks. Jabari and Jabari Smith, uh, sent and like Sengun, Sengun, uh, yeah, Sengun, uh, Porter Jr. God, look after Jalen Green and the other dude. We're not gonna get into it, but like we're ju- we're just gonna leave it alone. Um, but they got all that. I don't know, man. Like I, I really don't know. I don't see them make. I don't see like I. I can. Can I see them doing good in the um in the inaugural uh NBA in uh, like NBA in season tournament? That's so stupid. Ah, uh, shoot, no. That's so dumb. 
No, I don't. And I definitely don't see him in the playoffs, but, you know, it is what it is on that point. It's so dumb. Shout out to Sabonis for getting his bag, though. That's well-deserved. Uh, shout out to Dante Exum for making a comeback. Do you see that? No. Dante Exum, former uh, rival in, like, 2K, you know, Y2K I know, version. I know he is because I remember when he got drafted. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he was in an immediate commercial. He thought he was famous. He went to the Jazz, yep. and right now he just re- or signed a guaranteed contract with the Mavericks. DiVincenzo got four-year $50 million, which is stupid. Um, who else? Not really, dude. When you could, bro, you, you look, whether they deserve, the, deserve that amount of money or not, it's the NBA. They're going to pay that much. Shout out to Kuzma. They're going to pay that much. Shout out to Kuzma for getting his bag, too. Uh, now, I don't, go ahead. I don't understand the Warriors one. Why are you signing Draymond to 25 mil a year for he's four years? Core, he's one of the core pieces. But you got you got CP3. It, it, it's you already you have another person. It's I don't know. I don't like it. I think yeah, I know you have two facilitators, but like Draymond's still a better defender than CP3. That, but that's not saying much. Health, Draymond's also healthier than CP3. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know why they made that trade. I, to, I really, I really don't. But to you get know, rid but, of Jordan Poole. I get that, but like, dog, like, okay, I know that CP CB three everywhere he's gone, he's won. He 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 went like he went not not a championship, but that was like easy. <laughs> he, like he's won, he's won. Like New Orleans got on um, New Orleans, they were winning with uh, they were winning with him. Got the Clippers, Lob City, they were winning with him. Not championships, but they were winning games. They were winning. The, they were winning games. Hey. When he got banished to OKC and everybody thought he got banished, he, uh, you, uh, bro, bro was like, said, I bet. Got him, to, got him to the playoffs. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't even think it was banished because he he went to go play so with Everybody Mello. thought he got banished because remember, that was the trade. Remember, Houston traded him for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's right. Everybody thought he got banished. Chris Paul said, uh-uh, nope. Now nah, we're gonna be fine. But like outside of that, I don't get it, but you know, we'll see. Um no no updates on the on Damian Lillard. Nah, he's going to Miami. He is. It's at this point I don't even know anymore. It took us forever to find like it took us forever to uh, like for him to finally get over the fact that you're not gonna win at Portland. They're gonna rebuild with Scoot Henderson and them. Mm-hmm. So now you finally request a trade. And there are a bunch of NBA fans that are mad about it. I'm like, you can't make this up. Nope. But, you know, it is what it is on that part, man. Yeah, like, shoot, he already said, like, I think his agent already stated out that um, no other team should even try to get Dane. Like, if you ain't Miami, don't even try. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a good thing to say. No, it's it, Dame is my favorite player. Dame is always one of my favorite players in the league. I love, I love Dame. I love his game. I love what he does. I, yeah, I love watching Dame. I, I've always loved watching Dame play. I never, it, I never get that game four. Um, shoot, was it a game four? It was game four, I think. I, I know the shot you're talking about. That overtime shot where he just looked into the camera no, 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 the whole time. That was the game. That was game five. That was game five. That was yeah. Game, it was game five against uh. It was game five against Denver before Denver became what they are now. Mm-hmm. Shoot, man, that joke was going insane. Well, it's, but, I, Dame, Dame has always been my favorite player. 
Like it's, I, I've loved since he came in the league. I love that he stayed with Portland and never tried to go to a super team for as long yeah, as he Lord, could. Take you so far, bro. And that's the, you just got to know your situation. He did yeah. everything. He gave that team every single chance to build. They didn't around love him. him back. They didn't love him back there. No, bro. he gave that team every single chance to build around him, and they said no. They they tried, but it was they too late. Yeah, but nobody was gonna come. Uh, nobody was coming to Portland. No, they tried and it was too late. And I mean, at that point, he's like, all right, look, I'm done. It, it's I'm over. I'm like, what, 32, yeah. 33 now at this point? Like, it's time for me to go get a ring. I've done everything else. Anyway, um, you want to talk about the in-season and the in-season tournament? We can get into that a little bit. Not what, much. What, I think it's stupid. Well, here's the thing. So to our listeners, we're not going to explain the rules. Cause it's we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. We know that there is a bunch of group A, group B, and group C teams like in there. Outside of that, you got uh, you got us. Cause we don't know. We don't truly know exactly how this works. So I would advise you to go on NBA's Twitter account, go on ESPN's Twitter account, and Richard Jefferson, ESPN's Richard Jefferson, will explain the whole structure, locations of how everything's going to work out with the NBA in-season tournament. I do know that it's going to start November 30th, and then the Final Four will be held in Las Vegas on December 7th and December 9th. So looks like the in-season tournament, the in-season tournament is a one-and-done type deal, just like the NCAA tournament, which I like because you look at the play-in in the like last few seasons, we've got some entertaining games. we got some very competitive games, especially you don't have to worry about series no more. Uh, in that tournament is strictly you lose, you out. Not for the season, but you out for that and you out for that. And plus, like, that tournament is going to help out. They've already stated that tournament is really going to help out with uh, regular season records. So imagine if you're trying to fight to get into the playoffs, you win that in, you win that in-season tournament, that's tr- that's going to help you out tremendously So on, like, get, getting a shot. I, I'm going to try to break it down a little bit. So November 3rd is when it tips off, not the 30th, because I got the NBA thing pulled up right now. I thought, they, I thought it was November 30th. November inaugural in-season tournament will tip off on Friday, November 3rd, and culminate with the championship on Saturday, December 9th. Semifinals on December 7th yeah. at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, consists of two stages, group play, and the knockout rounds. Yep. All thirty years. teams have randomly drawn into groups of five with their conference or within their conference based on win loss win loss records, not one loss. That's stupid. Win loss records from the 2022-2023 season. Beginning November 3rd and continuing through November 28th, each team will play four designated group play games on quote tournament nights, one game against each opponent in its group, two games at home, two on the road. Yep. Uh, I think, yeah, Group A has the Sixers, Cavs, mm-hmm. my Hawks, Pacers, and Pistons. Group B got the Bucks, Knicks, Heat, Wizards, and Hornets. Imagine if Dane goes to the Heat. That'll, that'll be that'll be a good group. Brunson uh, versus group Dane. Yep. Yeah, um, group C, your Celtics, Nets, Raptors, Bulls, and Magic. That we is got it. Group. I'm not worried about Group C. We got it. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to cook out those teams. But... Uh, I want to agree with you, but also, like, I know how y'all are sometimes. We'll see. Games. So eight teams advance to the knockout rounds. The team with the best standing in the group play games in each of the group or each of the six groups and the two wild cards team from each conference with the best record in group play games have finished second in its group. Uh, so that'll be that. So it's six teams and then the second place runner up for each one. 
Okay, so here's the West. Uh, for Group A, you got the Grizzlies, Suns, Lakers, Jazz, and Portland. That should be good. Mm -hmm. Uh, wet on um, like for B, you got the Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, Mad on uh, like Mavericks, and the Rockets. That should really be good. Mm -hmm. And then C, which is actually my favorite, you got the Kings, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, OKC, and you got the Spurs. So if you remember how electric that Warriors Kings series was in the first mm -hmm. round, you get them and you get them for one game only. Uh, I'm with that. That'll be good. I, I'm I'm definitely gonna be with that. Plus, like if OKC faced the Spurs, dog, we're talking about Chet Holger going against and going against uh Wimbenyama. That'd be good. But um really good. To finish breaking it down, it goes into knockout rounds. They're all single elimination games, so it's not, you know, best of three or whatever. Yep, and according to NBA Twitter, uh, what's at stake? Teams will be competing for the all-new NBA Cup. League honors at the conclusion of the tournament, the NBA will name the most valuable player of the NCAA of the I'm saying NCAA in season tournament. That's kind of what it seems like all though. In the all tournament team prize mm -hmm. pool, a prize pool will be uh, allocated to the players on the teams that participate in the knockout rounds. Yeah, like we mentioned earlier, games begin November 3rd. Semifinals and championships will be December, uh, like December 7th through the 9th in Las Vegas. So it seems like they're getting a bonus and then a, a secondary trophy. I still think this is dumb. I don't, like I get I get where you're coming from. The only reason why I'm not no, going to knock it, I want to see competitive basketball. I want to see. No, games. that's fair. That's like that's bottom line with me. I think I want to see them go at it. I want to see the best on the best. I want that's all I want. I think, and I what, think when you got a series, I, I plus I want it to be unpredictable. Mm -hmm. When you get a series, like it's predictable. I think what this is going to do now is this is going to start to take away some of the load management crap that we see. I think I I kind of I kind of feel. I that. see what the goal is, and if it works, I'm in. But the problem is you have to get the players to buy into it. And if the players aren't buying into it, then it's not going to work. Yeah. And plus, like, of course, like we already know. Now, it's feel like anything new that pops up into any sports franchise or any sports league, uh, there's always going to be some bad feedback coming back from a lot of the mm -hmm. fans. Um, right now, this is getting a lot of negative impact. Like you mentioned earlier, how you feel about it. Um, I, I don't have no problem with it because we're going to see more basketball. It doesn't change the amount of games played, though. It's still the same amount of games. Just these games still matter for they matter for something else. Yeah, they matter for regular season. Yeah, they still matter. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that it's it's not necessarily more basketball. It's just in a different light. If they were adding more games, it'd be interesting. That's what but, that's what I'm saying. Like here's the thing. I kind of wish they would. I kind of wish this would replace the All Star game. I'm with you on that. Like I'm let this replace that. the All Star game. You got to find a way to be able to get these guys to literally go at it and actually care. All Star game and All Star weekend is boring. It's, no, it's so not. boring. I'm not gonna go that far. The dunk. I don't like the celebrity basketball game, but I'm not gonna go that far saying that, like the thing is boring. Now three point contest, give me that. Give me the uh, all skills uh, all skills challenge. Give me that. Take away the dunk contest. What? I like the dunk contest. Bro, there's nothing. It, it's there's been nothing. mid the last few years. McClung That's actually because, brought some like, life There's back nothing to it. really else like we haven't seen. I don't think you can improve unless you actually put obstacles or have a or have like a or have a poster contest where you got defenders, you like make highlights on like bro, I don't know how you fix the dunk contest. I really don't. 
you get people who aren't like the the C tier bench players True, but to also, actually you participate. Stars and you don't need to get stars in there, dog. Imagine LeBron doing a dunk contest, and I know that'd be fun. Yeah, well, it, it'd be fun, but I mean, they've talked about it. They said they need compensation from it, and I don't blame them because they are. Everybody knows where they're at, but I mean, let. We could argue the All-Star game all day. I know you got to get running soon, so let's touch on Summer League before we close it out. I am sick and tired of well, every... Before you, before you get into that, uh, who's impressed you so far? So, I, it, I like seeing Wimby get dunked on. That was nice. <laughs> that was nice to see Wimby oh, get dunked on. We've seen a lot on. of posters. We've seen a lot of posters. I liked it. I, nobody's really like blown my mind yet. It's more the fact that I've been getting frustrated with people who were like, Oh, well, if you look at, you know, Brandon Miller had, you know, X amount of turn, like they're, they're bashing him for how he played, but it's also Turnover, like, okay. Tur- turnovers and like turnovers and the fouls. Cause bro, I think he has seven in the first game. Then he has six in the second game. Mm-hmm. And then and we're talking turnovers, not fouls. Fouls are about one behind each one. <laughs> It's everybody's bashing the way he plays, but if, if you look at the guard play from Charlotte too, like they're not really giving him the ball. They're trying to do too much. And then when it was him versus Winbanyama during that game, Brandon Miller held his own. Now it, it's exactly he'll be fine. Um, the dude that my Celtics drafted looks great. He looked really good. I think he dropped like 16 in his first uh summer league game. He looked good. Everyone's giving Jabari Smith Jr. crap about how, like, oh, well, you know, you're in your second year while you're playing in the summer league. And he's like, it's reps. He's like, I didn't have a great year last year. I need reps, so I'm getting reps. And why not do it against the guys I'm going to be playing against all year instead of just in some open gym? Like, I'm not going to go to the L.A. Fitness and try to ball out. I'm going to go against the guys who are, you know, I'm, I'm playing against night in and night out like that. And I get that. That makes sense. What's the saying? Uh, you can't duplicate. You can't replicate actual game speed. No, you can try, but you can't. It, it, you can. You can't do it in a gym. You can't do it in a gym with dudes running with like giant inflatable hands trying to block you because it doesn't matter because you know they're not going to hit you. Hey, most of the time you can't even do it when like when you're doing workouts with other NBA players. Yep, you can't replicate it because they're trying to go easy too because they don't want to get hurt. Yeah, but and it's crazy to me. So like I, I respect him for wanting to get those reps in. I. I Give Brandon Miller time, and the people already labeling Winbanyama a bus. Give yeah. him time. Really, yeah, that's it what I'm saying. A- give, him time, give him time. Heck, dude, look overwhelmed. Uh, overwhelmed to mm-hmm. me. Like when I when I saw when I was watching him play, um, he had a few good moments, but like I think it's gonna take him time for him to actually get like get used to this level of basketball, this level of competitors. Not to mention, he, like, he got to know there are a lot of guys in the league that are coming after him mm-hmm. because of all the hype that's coming in. Yep. And when you come with all that hype, you either show up or you don't. And if you don't, all the all the vultures are coming. And it only gets louder. It's only going to get louder and it's going to get, like, a whole lot messier. Um, As far as my dog, Brandon Miller, dog, I ain't worried. No, he'll be fine. It's one of some one of summer league. You do it to get your you do it to get your reps. Get used to like this level of basketball, the speed of basketball. So like I, I'm not I'm not gonna knock him on the turnover. Look, get it out of the way now. Yeah, get it out of the way now. Get all the foul troubles. Get all the turnovers. Get that out the way now. You adjust to the speed and the style of the game, and especially for the guys who played overseas, like how they play in Europe is very very different than how we play in the NBA. 
So it's a different style of game. It's more physical over here versus over there. So Wimbanyama is going to have to adjust to that. Everything will be fine. Give him time. He got to get bigger as well. I know he He says he doesn't want to add on weight, but he needs to. He needs to. Think about this. Luka and Yoke, they were already – they had enough girth to be able to handle the level of physicality that that came with this league. That's why Luka was able to take off off the rip his rookie year. Mm -hmm. Um, Yoke, it was going to take time, but he was already, you know, physically built to handle the level of physicality in this game. So with Wimby, he got he got to put on weight because you're getting dunked on a whole lot. Yes, I know you're a rim protector, and I think he had four or five blocks in that game. Yeah. So like, you're not gonna I, block them all, but you're not gonna block them all. You're gonna get you're gonna get caught. Um, you're gonna get caught a few times, but like you know, just like dust it off and move on. Yeah. Um, everybody's gonna overreact. It's because it's the first one, and he has a whole lot of hype to him because they're comparing him as a prospect to like LeBron and you know like LeBron lovers are gonna hate that joker off the rip because mm-hmm. you know he's getting that same level of hype. I and that's what drives me crazy is already comparing someone to some of these comparisons are wild to me. Already comparing someone to one of the greatest players to ever play the game when they haven't played pro ball yet in the NBA is wild to me. And dude has all the intangibles. I'm not trying to take it away from him, but like Give it time. On paper, yeah. On paper, yeah. But to quote Trevor Lawrence, game ain't played on paper. Like, it's not. The game isn't played on paper. Game is played on the court, on the field, and in the arena, you know, whatever you want to call it. The game is not played on paper. And that's what drives me absolutely insane, too, when people go, like, somebody's like, oh, the Browns on paper have the best offense in the NFC North or the AFC North. I'm like, dope, you're still going to battle for third place. Enjoy it. Because you're not the best team in the AFC North. You're going to fight it out for Pittsburgh for third place. Y'all have finished in, in second place once in the last 20 also, years. Also, those preseason rankings, man, that credit don't mean They anything. don't matter. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not going to say Cleveland's going to be bad. I'm not going to say the Steelers are going to be bad. I'm not even going to say, look, the only team that I think is going to be bad is, is, is going to be Arizona. That's the mm-hmm. only team I think that's going to be them in, ten- them in Tennessee minus Derrick Henry is the only teams that I believe, without yep. a shadow of doubt, they're going to be bad. Welcome. They're going to be in for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. And also, I'll throw the Raiders in there as well. Welcome um, to the AFC South. But, <laughs> look, my Seahawks, I don't know. I think we're going to be good. But then again, I don't know. Niners, can't count them out. But again, we don't know. Not everybody is going to be good enough to be able to have that level of consistency where, the, where they had success last year or have progressions. Mm-hmm. And then they take it down here because you got to take injuries and you got to take injuries into account. Who's going to get the injury bug? Here's you what can't I want. Here's what so, I want to. That's why I'm like the predictions. You can predict all you want, man. We got to see it. Like yeah. we got to get to September. Hundred percent. And here's what I want to get into as well, real quick, too, before we close out the show. The thing that got me the most is I actually I saw it the other day. Someone said, "Who do you think is going to be your biggest surprise going into this season?" And I broke it down. I said, "Good surprise." season we talking we talking football or basketball football. good surprise justin fields i think justin fields is going to have a career year this year and then i said uh bad surprise aaron rodgers i think aaron rodgers has his worst season based on wins and losses in his entire career i think the jets don't win jets don't win 10 games let me ask you this do you think aaron rodgers is going to be worse than what russell wilson was his first year with with the broncos no Okay. No, because I think the Jets go eight and nine because they have no excuse. 
But what I and here's what I, I do want to touch on this too. They got quick. a they got a few. They got two, possibly yeah. three. And a half. Possibly two and a half depends on if the Patriots get uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Exactly. But the one thing I do want to say is my my absolute favorite because I looked it up the other day. Do you want to know what happened the last time the Jets won a Super Bowl? We born. No, but we landed on the moon. Got it. <laughs> Moving on, Armstrong. I I love doing that. Who was the quarterback? Uh, Joe Namath. Where was he breeded? It's an Alabama quarterback right there. Roll Tide. It's a Bear Bar- or Bear Bryant Alabama quarterback right there. And Roll on tight. that note, let's go ahead and close it out, man. Do you have anything else you want to get into? Uh, well, uh, yeah, real quick, uh, real okay. quick. So, to touch on back into the in like the NFL season, we were like, uh, you was on Sports at the Dark for the Jaguars, mm-hmm. uh, for the AFC, um, uh, the AFC East, uh, run, uh like division. AFC South, but yeah, every AFC everybody South. was talking a lot of smack until we, me and Spody got up there, and then nobody said anything because we're just like, what? You have nothing to say, nothing at all. <laughs> um, I missed the one for the NFC West. I was knocked out by the time they got started, and it was already too late because the Niners mm-hmm. they were the last ones uh, to speak on that one. Dog, I don't know who's going. We 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 just don't know. We're going off a of paper. We're going off a of paper, and I get it. We're bored. So mm-hmm. th- like actually, this message is going to be out for all the all the diehard sports fans that are struggling right now because football season is not here yet. We're in July. Don't worry, it's coming. We just got to get through one more month mm-hmm. because by the time we hit August, high school football is going to be back. You got that. Then you got on. Um, then it's, it's only going to get closer to college football. Then we get into the NFL football. Uh, be patient. Uh, try your hardest to watch some baseball, maybe a few year UFC fights. I don't know which one. Look, I'm not until Usman and um and John Jones. Like those fights come out, there's not really that's a whole bunch good. of UFC that's gonna that's gonna like you know really catch my eye, catch my attention. But dog, we're bored. Mm-hmm. When I see all these like different scenarios and di- different rankings and people making all these crazy takes and stuff, I get it. We're bored. And I, I like when I hear somebody like, or I read somebody saying like, "You can't be that bored." Yes, you can. You absolutely can. And we went through 2020. We went through a pandemic. We went through a shutdown. I went through. I went through five, the six, the seven straight months, posting "Courage to Cali Dog" running up a rock, yelling, and saying another day without sports. Go look at my timeline. I believe you. I believe you. It, it's... We done been through it. So, like I said, we're bored. Everybody that got a problem with all the sports fans like making ridiculous comments, and all the sports fans that got a problem with other sports fans making ridiculous comments, we are bored. I understand you're you bored. You have nothing to do. I understand so you're bored. Spend time with family. Who wants to do that? At least make educated claims. That's my biggest thing. If make educated claims, because these hands are rated E for everyone, and if you Bruh, say man. some stupid crap, Bruh. I will be throwing you them if I have the time. Dog, man, you can't just say that. Most education and school systems, and like, um, like certain areas, they don't know. They just I understand not that. I understand that. I do, and I do want to say one thing because you mentioned sports after dark. I I retweeted it. Um, Silu put it out. You have to check it out during the AFC North one. Were you in on that, or did you listen to it at least? 
Might be, but I don't remember exactly because, I, again, I was knocked out. Someone rewrote uh, You Should Let Me Love You about the Cleveland Browns. And it was perfect. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I want to see if I can find it so you can hear it. Hang on, because that was yeah. absolutely fantastic. I have to do it another time. So. Yeah, no, you got to run. We'll find it another time. It, I've retweeted it on our show. Find it. Check it out. On that note, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, you know, if you like the show, tell everyone you know, tell your friends, tell your family tell that you don't want to see. Tell your crazy uncles, your crazy aunts, your crazy relatives, all of them. We really do appreciate it. Word of mouth makes a show grow more so than anything. I also want to say thank you guys so much for getting us past 1,000 downloads. Uh, we finally broke that. So Let's this would, yeah, wouldn't happen without you guys. So we appreciate it. Uh, five star reviews, comments, all that fun stuff. Feed the algorithm gods. I don't know why it works, and that's why I'm sitting in an office chair on a Sunday. I, I don't know what to call it afternoon, Sunday at 11 a.m. as recording this Eastern time, and not working at some still a morning. Point. Yeah, still morning. So they're not working at some. You know, no Chick Fil A is open though. No, sad, sad times. But not really, because yeah, oh, mid chicken sandwiches. All right, moving on. <laughs> End it. End it now. We ain't got time. End it now. We're gonna we'll pick that we'll pick that off next time. End it here. now. If you feel differently, let us know. Follow us on at TDS and pod on Twitter or at uh ITA Bad Take Pod on Twitter. Those are the best ways to get in touch with us. Uh if you feel similar or dissimilar towards what I just said about Chick-fil-A, uh let me know. That's where you can do it. Uh, five star reviews, comments, all that fun stuff. Feed the algorithm gods. I don't know why it works, but it does. That's what helps us get the show up the charts. And that's also the best way to get a shout out. These are going to be shows that we listen to or shows that have done the same thing for us. Um, if you're looking for wrestling shows, go check out Austin Boyer over the Wrestling World Podcast. Go check out John of our Wrestling Fans Insight. If you're looking to do some sports betting outside of NFL facilities, uh, go check out You Bet Smart uh, with Jake and Scott and then Nate's Daily Wager. If you're looking for... Uh, Similar-minded sports opinions, go check out Jim over Fan of the Van, Brent and Dave over 1420 Sports. Uh, go check out Average Joe Sports Talk as well, a BSN Sports Podcast, Aaron over Brutaliana Sports, uh, Level the Playing Field with Dave and John, the We Like Sports Podcast, Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. And if you're looking to get into a Twitter space and have some wild interaction with people, go check out Sports After Dark. You never know what's going to turn from sports to spades. You have no idea. Um, but... It's a fun time, or when someone rewrites a rewrites, you should let me love you. It's a great time. If you're going, if you're on TikTok, go check out Chill Takes over on TikTok. Another Jags fan, Darian puts out great content. If you're in Vegas and don't know what to do with yourself, uh, go listen to Visit Vegas Places. Um, Coyle puts out a great show as well. You gotta get and then the Stupid History Minute. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and as always, we'll see you next time. God bless.